Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the your company name here. Your studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5. It's Wednesday. And we're back where we belong. Not that we ever moved anywhere before other than from Sunday. Then we went to Monday. Then Tuesday. Now we're on Wednesday. Who knows? Maybe another three years we'll be back to Saturday and on our way to Sunday again. Consistently. Uh, inconsistent. That's Although what... we were consistent for quite some time. Yes. But then we got too consistent. So we had to shake up the Scrabble board of days. And What's going on, Mike and Gordon? How to do? It was the um, the pre-show was the let's see how frustrated we can make Don. I'm not frustrated. Okay. Aggravation. You know we got our crackpot team of audio analyst. I said analyst. Analyst or analyst checking in to the wonderful worlds of guideline communication violations. Oh, you got an update? Well, I tracked down the episode. It was an episode that aired sometime in January 2021. Didn't get dinged by the fine people over at YouTube until December 26th of 2022. It's 134 minutes of podcast gold, and I have the crackpot team of audio experts listening to every last second, trying to pen, peg, or pull phrases, words, or anything else out that might cohere with their explanation of the community guideline on which we have violated which is super vague and as I'm of gonna, right now I'm going to say I'm them. 30 minutes well, into it and I don't hear anything that's even there's, there wasn't even so much as a Pollock joke thrown around so um, so maybe next week's episode will have in-depth detail from the crackpot audiologist team that's uh, checking into this episode to determine why it is the fine people over at YouTube has determined that that video shall not be seen by the general public. You well, offended somebody. You pissed somebody off. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Don, did you know he kids did in the hall ran from 88 to 2021? Hurt someone's feelings. Oh, Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can help. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. You know how the kids maybe in the hall got their name? that sounder right there. You know the, I, yeah. I was waiting to see if maybe we used to play the uh, standards and practices. What are standards and practices? I'm waiting to see if that's on there because I could see that triggering something. Because <laughs> on face value, it was designed to trigger something. So, But... Um, Am I hot? Like, I'm in the red over on this end. Whatever. You mean your your camera image? No, my my audio is pegging in the red over here. No, you sound fine. I know you guys enjoy pegging, but sometimes in certain situations, I'm um, hey, pegging. docking. Pegging. Get it correct. Oh, you're oh, a front shit, guy, he not knows a back the side. Terms. <laughs> what is, okay, now I need a definition because my old ass don't know what that is. Docking? I know what dry docking is. That's a bad joke to pull on somebody. From what I understand, you're a plumber. You got to know what dry docking is. <laughs> Come on, what's dry docking? Come on, Mike. I, that I honestly don't know. Don? Nope, no idea. I must you be drain a... the tank and take a shit in the fucking tank. Oh, that's called an upper decker. That's an upper decker all day long. 
dry docking. That's oh, an upper Jesus decker because it's it in the chamber higher. Yeah, I gotta look it up. That's all an upper right, decker. Yeah. Everybody knows what an upper decker is. Dry docking um, <laughs> urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've what, luckily never run into one. <laughs> from, what, from what I understand, <laughs> until tomorrow. No, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's the act of defecating on a bathroom floor just to the side of the toilet bowl. <laughs> Dry dog. Half right. That makes a little Three quarters more right because it's still near the toilet bowl. Yeah, I mean, that makes a little more sense than the upper decker. A practice commonly carried out as a prank by college-age party <laughs> I like how they refer to it as a practice. Dry dock to emulate sex with an engorged fuck stick but partially embarrassed. Fully or partially clothed. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. All right. Docking is... Yeah, I saw what you Explain that, Don. Explain what dro- what docking is. When two, this may get you fucking uh, community guidelines. When, so. two, <laughs> when two non... Fellas? Medically modified gentlemen who are fully equipped with all the skin that God gave them Mm-hmm. Take their um, tools, if you will, okay. and the two tools shall meet, and then one of them takes their um, skin that was given upon them at birth and kind of roll it the other direction as a Chinese finger cuff. Follow me. <laughs> I think Tom's gone too far down the rabbit hole of porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I worked in radio for I- six years. <laughs> I did. I do actually see that. That's further down on the urban dictionary. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, that crap. was at the top of the list about seven years ago when I worked in FM radio. That <laughs> phrase was thrown around quite a bit. And when I was playing Modern Warfare Two yeah, with the so boys from Jersey, both uncircumcised puts one head so, in full not, skin over the other. Yeah. Hand. See exactly. That is one. You are correct. It. Exactly well, how I explained and, it. In technical, this is why the terrorists hate us. I right? think my definition was more classy. You could almost tell my version in church. And it would quick. be just as quiet as that was <laughs> afterwards. I think technically you hear be, that mouse fart. It could, be, it could be one dude that has his original yes birthing equipment. Yeah, I guess now we're talking uncircumcised, right? Well, we're talking about original birthing. Correct. Yeah, correct. The original okay. skin that God put you upon this earth with. So that's where we're at. All right. So two weeks from now, I'll be trying to get through. Welcome to the Your Head podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? It'll be easy to find because it's within the first five minutes. No, actually, we're talking, yeah. we're talking about dry docking, upper deckers, and <laughs> sex cells, fellas. Apparently, it's what's in our fucking head today. <laughs> Speaking of that, see this hat I'm wearing? Yes, it's your I peaky got four blinder. variations of this hat. Something very I I find almost old timey and classy happened to me. What's that? And I, well, we got this park I walked the dogs at, and what it is, the trail wraps around a frisbee golf course. Mm-hmm. A disc As golf course, if you're in the know. As I'm the two doggos, a, a younger gentleman. How to do. And his lady friend were playing. How dare you assume her? He had one of them Gilligan-style hats on. Gilligan-style hats? Uh, you know, the kind of the rim, and the, it looks like a fisherman's hat. Okay. Your, yeah. With the red and blue band around the... Okay, yeah. He looked at me. He said, hey, man, nice cap. So I thank you, sir. You too. And then promptly, because of who I am, 
I did a rendition of filter in my head. I like to say, hey, man, nice cap. But the fact of the matter is he used the word cap. Congratulations on your dog dad joke. <laughs> I mean, that was a straight up dad joke, but you're not a dad, so that was a dog dad joke. Did you tip your hat and say thank you, sir? Well, see, that's what I, I was going to say. Have you Duffed my cap. Have you brought back the tipping of the cap? See, even that nowadays would be relegated because remember the whole how that got turned well, that's into just something silly i know what but the my, hell is that that's my point silly. is that just, that means kind of like fuck is that off the gang sign of the hat world? no it was like uh, just you know fuck off it almost looks like a fuck off yeah <laughs> but that got turned oh, that's a, that's a white so stop kind of like this no well that okay too. buddy but the guy who the guy who popularized that on no, tiktok yeah. was korean so i don't know where the i don't know where the relation you know the the anywho oh, it's like mike glover of fieldcraft survival getting hit they're calling him a white supremacist, and he's half Korean. I know you live what? across the street from a Seven Eleven. Yes. How many? And a McDonald's now, by the way. Moving on up Ugh, to the east side. Really? Couldn't it have been just like some nice local fare? Well, let me ask you this: Would how would you feel about what a stealth? Like stealth? Uh, maybe not. I already talking about stealth. Self unage. Self self storage. Holy units. fuck! Where are you going today? I don't know. Like self storage. From a guy with a dick on his head. Stealth, stealth, self storage units. Where do you guys stand on those? That is just down the street, uh, almost across from the neighborhood from me. Where I stand on those, it, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Nothing reduces your property value. Period. Are, you, are, are we bringing back up the conversation of? Don like, thinking uh, the property value is going down because the, there's a self storage unit going up. Well, I, I think the self the self storage units give the area a industrial park feeling, especially the one Actually, I have down the street. Some of these days. I know, though. but now they're like three foot tall and they got stucco on them, and then they have all the surrounding ones. We have them. Well, all would up. you have rather have a self storage unit or a homeless encampment? Well, some might argue one begets the other. Yeah, that's true. You always have that shifty guy. Well, you always have that shifty guy who thinks he can get away with living in his storage unit. So a quarter mile down the street, there's a hospital. Behind the hospital went in a BHO. Do you know what a BHO is? No. Behavioral Uh Health Hospital. Oh. A nut house. After that happened, our homeless population swelled a little around here. I bid on that job. I had mixed emotions because it's in my neighborhood. But, uh, yeah. Well, we have, within a, probably three miles from my place, like three or four of them. Well, that's three miles from your place. It's not across the street. Kitty corner. One of them is. Actually, if I pull out on the main thoroughfare, go down two blocks, there's a big-ass one right there, right at the main intersection. The same intersection where my daughter T-boned the, a person and then ran over the crosswalk. The, that my the new one by the gas is station? That, is that the one yeah. with the, the car with the pop-off wheels? That's the one where my insurance paid for the new uh, crosswalk sign. Anyhow, Dateline, Cape Coral, Florida. I know this is a worldwide show, but we're going to stay regional here. Cape Coral possibly halting construction of future self-storage facility. <gasps> I say well, good. Somebody's got their panties in a bunch. It's all people like Don. Yes. The city it's of Cape Coral can be saying no to more self-storage facilities. Quote, it's just getting out of hand, one resident William Powell That's said. everywhere, though, dude. In a public People hearing next month, shit. city council, well, maybe that's a problem. Maybe if you don't need it, regular access to it, maybe you don't need it. Just saying. Says the guy who can't park his cars in the garage because he's got too much shit out there. Mm-hmm. 
So the guy Hippo can't use this room because he's surrounded by a bunch of shit that was made 80 years ago. Anyhow, in a public hearing next month, city of council will discuss halting all permits, site plans, and development. The other day, Don needs a storage unit. He can't find any because they're all booked up. For storage units within all zoning districts as of January 19th, 2024, well, that's not <clears throat> soon enough. Uh, the city already has 1.5 million square feet of storage space and permitted or under construction. There is another 1.5 million much. square feet of existing storage space. So that's 1.5 that they're under construction and one. It's called 3 million. That's already it's out there. The city we said that the lack Amazon of, facility at two million. The city so said I don't see that as a lot. <laughs> the city said that the lack of basement and attic space in Southwest Florida. There's a demand for space, but they are taking up prime real estate and are a little close together. Ain't that the goddamn truth? Well, I do relate with the lack of um, basement. One thing we had nicely in the Midwest was basements mm-hmm. out here in the desert, much like. Florida, for opposite reasons, we don't have basements unless you have a lot of money because we have something called caliche. Caliche takes um, a lot of drilling and digging to get out. You have sandy, wet water, so you just have flooded basements every day of the week. Yeah. On Bart Store Road, where Dad used to live, there are some proposed regulations like keeping facilities 400 feet away from the main thoroughfare and 1,000 feet away from each other. The public hearing... It's coming April 15th. So You're saying they don't want a store, self-storage facility on self-storage facility crime yes. next to each other? Yeah, it's just all over the damn place. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Why do I still got turd dry dock up on my screen? Let me, uh, let me move that away. You're weird, right. man. <laughs> <clears throat> turd dry dock. <laughs> well, I know the name of the episode now. <laughs> Dry docking. Oh, your 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 listenership's going to go through the roof. Oh yeah, <laughs> at least for the first five minutes. Um, after that, I'll probably fall off. Why am I listening to this podcast? There's another two point one million out there you can listen to too. You ever uh, find it kind of annoying, like when you see a commercial come out, some fast food <laughs> joint or. Open. Fast food joint or something's trying to jump on some TikTok trend. They hire a TikToker, and that trend's like already eight months old. It's like it's past. It's passe. Apparently, our friends. How long do TikTok talk trends last? What is the good time frame? Is like it fifteen fucking, seconds. Like fucking three minutes. A week or two, maybe. Some well, this some, is why we got problems. The songs and things last a little longer because people keep reutilizing them in all their videos. Oh no! Oh no! But apparently, um, apparently, apparently Buffalo wing, Wild Wings, you know, they, they're in the news lately and they figure they can't let good publicity go to waste. And so their marketing department got a hold of a TikToker to create a new commercial. It's a no phones day, I just stay in bed. Buffalo Ranch. Two titans of sauce. Brought together in a spicy, tangy, buttery sauce super team. So good, it's not even. Buffalo Wild Wings admits boneless wings are not wings after a lawsuit states that it's true that they're not wings. Have you heard this story? I have not, but just I am offended by combination of ranch and buffalo wings and sauce. <laughs> 
I'm a blue cheese guy on wings. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like a good blue cheese. Hey, but should... I do like their super hot you know, new ghost pepper one. You know, because life in Chicago is a true just nirvana. It's just yeah, I know. That's why half the people in this town's from Chicago. It's just like there's nothing Family. going on. They've they've almost established world like their essence of world peace. It's, it's peaceful there, right? It's very peaceful. There's nothing going on in the Kumbaya. courts. Yeah, there's nothing going on in the courts. The courts are empty. The jails are empty. It's just fucking. They they figured it out. Nary and so uh, arm robbery to be found. Huh? And so because there's so many judges sitting around with nothing to do, so many lawyers available, all just you know out golfing, it, the, a Chicago man decided to maybe help contribute to the the legal system by providing some work for some out of work lo- lawyers and judges have nothing better to fucking do because there's nothing going on in Chicago at all. Mm-hmm. A Chicago man filed a lawsuit against a chicken wing chain last week for false advertising, and he has a point. Oh, God. Saying that bonus wings are overpriced since they are basically chicken nuggets. Oh, absolutely. I always had said that bonus wings are just fucking chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. That's all they are. And they are. They're priced higher than the, the regular wings. Amim Halim alleges the lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings and franchiser Inspire Brands, Inc. that boneless wings are just, quote, slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings and that customers would either pay less for the boneless wing or not purchase them at all if they knew what the product was made of. I said well, I would say that the go-to argument is is well they're more expensive because you have to pay for the scraping of all that chicken off the floor, packing it together into a nugget, deep frying it and then freezing it. Whereas a chicken wing is already cut, we just batter it and you know, and you get more meat on the chicken nugget. I'm sure ounce to ounce. You get more meat on a nugget, and it probably all comes from Tyson pre-made anyway. And well, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I really don't have. I mean, I like chicken wings, but I guess it depends on the quality. I actually clown people for getting at my age and people in their 30s and that. I'm like, you're getting buttonless chicken wings. What are you fucking 10? What do you mean, man? This is a clear-cut case of false advertising should not be permitted, and consumers should be able to rely on pl- the plain meaning of a product's name and received that uh, I'm sorry, and receive what they were promised. The lawsuit stated, according to the Fox Television station out of Chicago. Now, Buffalo Wild Wings are sarcastically confirming the allegations in the lawsuit, while revealing a well-known fact that other foods they sell do not contain what is included in the product names. They put out a tweet that says it's true. Our restaurant chain, I'm sorry, it's true the restaurant chain tweeted on Monday, our boneless wings are all white meat breasts of chicken, our hamburgers contain no ham, and our buffalo wings contain zero buffalo. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, And a lawsuit. They should should literally lean into it on their menus now. It says boneless wings, and in parentheses it says, seriously, some asshole tried to sue us for calling these things boneless chicken The man claimed that he purchased boneless wings from the restaurant in January, but regretted his purchase after learning what they were made of. As a result. I mean, slippery slope. You get the regular traditional wings. Half of them are drumsticks. What the hell? Uh, No, that's not a wing. That's a drumstick. As a result, Mr. Halim suffered financial injury. What? Quote, as a result, comma, this is exactly how it's written. It's written horribly. As Quote, as a result, comma, Mr. Halim suffered 
a financial injury as a result of the def- uh, defendant's, quote, false and deceptive conduct, the lawsuit read. You hire Saul Goodman? How much do these fucking chicken wings cost? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings began selling boneless I've chicken wings these 20 years 10 ago. I've been eating years, and I just now discovered that they're actually not chicken wings. Uh, the complainant cites a news report stating the restaurant started selling boneless wings because of the rise in cost of actual chicken wings and the reduced cost of chicken breast. He is suing on allegations of false and deceptive business practices. So what does he win? Like, he get his 38 bucks back, not including the tip? Or is Sir, he, like, going for multi-million dollars? Supply boneless chicken wings. <sighs> if, <laughs> I just don't understand Sorry, how shit like that... Chicago accent, even though I live with... You know, married into a family of them. I, I just don't understand how shit like that even makes it into court. It, it, I mean, it has to get stopped at mediation, right? I mean, like, we'll get with some mediators and we'll give you, like, 38 bucks and a lifetime supply of fucking french fries. They're not going to give him chicken wings because clearly he doesn't like them. They're not to his standard. How about not buy them? Just get the fucking traditional wings and shut the fuck up. But When I go to a restaurant and... I pick something to eat, and I don't like it. Give it back. And I choose to go back to that restaurant. Boo on you, I'll bud. Fucking get something else. This guy right here, I, I boycotted El, Pro, El <clears throat> Polo Tropical for about a year and a half. Went back and then now, realized why I stopped going a year yourself? and a half. What's okay. that? See, so you're talking about yourself there, yeah. this boy here? Right. Yeah, after the debacle during COVID and the uh, prepaid, which we did a whole episode Have on. you started going back? Went back once and it was garbage and uh, we're done with it. It just it was horrible, horrible quality. Everything's just rubbish. Speaking of horrible, mm-hmm. rubbish. I had a doctor's appointment today. How'd that go? Not good. Shot in my finger because I got trigger finger. Uh, actually, my palm right here. But the thing that pissed me off: doctor wants you to be there forty-five minutes before your um. You gotta fill time. out paperwork. I filled out the paperwork online. Okay, a half hour before. I get there, two of the sheets I did I filled out evidently pop evidently didn't populate in the system. Hmm. And they were now required a pencil so we can scantron it. So I have to get there forty five minutes early so I can sit around for an additional hour beyond my fucking appointment time. Seriously. Now the place is busy as shit. Probably the only real big orthopedic surgery centers in the in the in the city. Uh, fucking come on, man! Come on, man! Well, there's a lot of people who's got bad feet and whatnot from all the hours of at pacing around the <laughs> casino floors looking for the one-armed bandit that's going to pay out. Looked at him. I said, "No, lucky me." Because what you mean? I'm like, I, apparently it's my right side now. Now I get a shot in my foot and a shot in my hand. To what she said. Fasciitis for the foot. That motherfucker hurts. They go like right into the arch? No, right into the fucking heel. Ew. Ain't no good. Now, the second time around wasn't so bad, but the first time he goes, oh, that's fucking tight. I was like, yeah, about 20 years worth of tight. I hadn't done anything about it except throw in arch supports. So, hey, dudes, I love them. I can't wear them. Yeah, they, they don't. Hey, dudes, don't exactly provide the best arch support they will be great for a long drive-in nope mine kind of took a little while to get used to because when i first wore them because you know like, oh, but then again, i 
where Adidas. I actually is. pulled out that super soft squishy insole I had to put in my my hard as hell uh, supportive sole when like I wear. Added it. four ounces to that shoe. <laughs> if that's a problem, and this is what I tell people: is I heard somebody bitch about their. I don't use my phone case because it makes my phone too heavy. Well, maybe you need to go to the fucking gym. Right. <laughs> Seriously, though. Phone cases are so slippery. And uh, How that, slippery are they? That they'll fly your goddamn hand when you don't have a case on them. But tell me a most, tell me a more useless job than a cell phone case. Not the case case, the third part, but the actual housing of the cell phone. The guy who engineers cell phones. I mean the beautifully constructed glass and aluminum exterior of the cell phone. Spent aluminum, spun like, aluminum. Like that. Almost looks like a. Look at that! Yeah, it's even got looks a like a fucking sports car. And yep. then the guy at the cell phone sells 85% of the people who have iPhones a big clunky otter box. It looks like a fucking VCR tape. It's like, why design this stream? Thank God those got better, though. Why design these sweet streamlined cases? when I mean, I've always gone with the jelly cases. But, like, I see these people, these just huge. I mean, but the jelly cases make, you know. I've, I'm a fan of Spigen cases. And why I like this one is I can actually protect my fucking lens. What are you doing? Rolling around the gravel all day? No, but man, you're, you're, uh, you have to admit, putting your shit in inside of your pants pockets, that, that does eventually wear on your, your cameras. Makes them kind of fuzzy. You can't ever get them clean. Looks like it's always a, a layer of, um, Vaseline on it. I think that's just from the makeup you put on your face. It's smeared on the screen. I heard a report the other day. Here. My makeup goes here, not here. Oh, okay. well, here, not here. Well, you have a front lens here, too. Here, not here. Here, not here. And TikTok, can you learn portrait mode? Or I'm sorry, landscape mode? I wish. No. Landscape mode? The sad thing is, I was. Can anybody tell me why portrait mode is better than landscape mode? That makes sense. On TikTok, yes, because the comments are sideways. Because one day I was out fishing and I said, you know, guys, if I went <clears throat> landscape, you could see the entire width of the canal instead of. And I turned it sideways. Everybody's complaining because the chat was going sideways. Yeah. It took us 10 years. TikTok, why don't you modify or add a little program where you have an option? Because they say, hey, fucker. We run this bitch. Now, Instagram's copying off of us. YouTube's copying off of us. Facebook's copying off of us. We're getting all your information us. and passwords and passing it on to China. Because Facebook isn't doing it anyhow. Well, they're not passing it on to China. Says you. You don't know what those numbers are Because everybody are doing. on TikTok, they, 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 they like that dopamine hit. But the point is, it took us 10, 15 years to get people to stop using Keystone when shooting videos. And now we're going back. You're filming I've never TikTok? heard it called Keystone. I've always heard it called Portrait. You got Keystone is that an old timey term? Or is that headstone? I'm sorry, Keyhole. Keyhole. Yeah, like an old skeleton key. There's a good portrait mode. Portrait. But yeah, by the time we got everybody finally in landscape, now they went back. Mm. Do you look for ways to speed up things around the house? Every Saturday we're all stuck cleaning gotta clean the house before i can do anything what'd you do this weekend uh, uh i fucking did errands and cleaned the goddamn house and cars well i finally got the rear the laundry i finally got the rear Jeez, sprinkler Mark. put back in then i had to relocate after i built my fence and then i had to mow my grass blah 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 blah, blah. you know how you get out of laundry mike fuck up a good load once no nah, because then you just end up doing your own yeah doesn't work that not way. me yeah we we separate. 
She does hers. So you I guys don't. separated over laundry, didn't oh, you? Please married don't yet. tell me Jesus. your own bank accounts are the same way too. If you're married, I know so many people who We're like engaged. married people here. Like we don't have same bank account because what if she up and takes off and drains my account? I'm like, well, then you've got fucking problems already, bud. <laughs> Gordon, my opinion. Yeah, you're in a block of cheese group. Oh, I am a block of cheese guy. Are you a block of cheese guy, Mike? Are you pre-shredded still? Block of cheese, my friend. You ever find... You I would, just made the dogs bark. Cheese <laughs> tax. <laughs> Do you want to eliminate the worry? Eliminate the worry of cleaning your cheese grater? You know, the laborious hours... Yeah, you get a ninja. ...and hours it takes to clean your old-school analog cheese grater? Oh, so you're Seriously talking hours? about okay, soak that so shit in on. water, bud. Hang Hot on, you're, water. you're you're talking about taking a block of cheese and making your own shredded cheese. Yes, that's what the block of cheese yes. club is. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you buy your cheese in a bag that's already shredded, or do you buy a box that you have to shred? Pre-shred. Oh, fuck that, dude. Do yourself a favor. Unlearn. I'm recently. We're about a month and a half in. One, a block Wait, of I cheese. I got a text. Stop being loud. You're making the dogs bark. <laughs> a block of cheese. One, that bag is $7. And it's full of preservatives to keep it from preservatives sticking. Preservatives and bullshit. And Look at the ingredients on the bag of cheese versus a block of cheese. Well, kind of back to my um, suggestion about the boneless chicken wing. Since there's more manufacturing involved, it's going to cost more money. Whereas here's a block of cheese. I only had to cut it four times. One, two, three, four. Instead of shredding it and bagging it and all that stuff. So we went down the block of cheese route. So now we grate our own cheese. So, according to this website, because people are concerned, they need to alleviate the worry of the laborious cheese grater cleaning process. Shredding cheese with a cheese grater is the best way to get all the cheesy goodness for you want on your preferred dish. However, there's no de- denying that cheese graters are nearly impossible to clean. You know, alleviate your worry. So, this website suggests you put away the steel wool. Who the fuck uses steel wool in a cheese grater? Anyhow, you put away the steel wool and the soap. And there is better an option. You can clean your grater using a potato. But I'm wasting a potato. Yes. And then you get all the potato chunks in there. Yeah, my potatoes are stuck in there. Yeah. so Especially I, when it gets on the back side of the really fine one nobody uses. Shred the, grater side. shred the raw potato after you shred the cheese. It will clear the gummy cheese from the grater holes. And then you can then use a shredded potato for all your short sorts of food. All right, because I'm shredding this block of cheese, I now got to make hash browns. <laughs> right? I was going to say, well, who the fuck puts potatoes on everything? Sounds like, oh, fuck, I'm having hash browns this weekend. <laughs> what is this cheesy? Cheese? We're going to have them smothered, covered. Why does well, how do you have yours taste from... like that? <laughs> well, well, what is it? Waffle uh, waffle? Yeah. Well, when I was going there a lot, I wasn't eating it. I was on my protein. off. I was trying to get off the carbs. So I would get uh, the... Cheap poor man's T-bone with eggs and bacon instead of the hash brown and no toast. But I yes. usually just get it plain with old-fashioned ketchup. I don't get all the ham chunks and onions and all that nonsense in there. It's not my bag. I just like plain old fried taters. Fried taters with cheese on it. Uh, I enjoy the taste of taters and ketchup. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, it adds too. It doesn't drown out. Mike, you're a plumber, or so you claim. Oh shit. Maybe. Somebody yeah, calls you too. and they say, Mike, my shower head just dribbles on my head. I get pressure down at the faucet. Pressure's good everywhere, but I'm just getting little dribbles on my head. 
How do you tell people to clean their shower head? Got a Home uh, Depot and buy a new one. <laughs> there's a lot of different variables there, bud. Yeah, depends I mean, on what's clogging it up and what's causing the issue. I mean, is it a mixing valve? The exterior of the shower head. I mean, if you look at what if they said it's white and scaly. White and scaly. Let me guess. Let me guess. A bag with uh uh of vinegar. Vinegar in it. No. Opposed to a bottle of CLR. Well, that'll just take the finish right off. Especially no, so, if it's chromed plastic. Why bring so into this? If I if I go to a, a customer's house and I could have said the Polish. Oh my my shower head it sprays all different kinds of ways and the pressure's not that good and all that. So I'll take the shower it's head. It's like off. peeing after sex. And I'll actually take it under the faucet and God, I'll, I didn't say dry docking. Dry docking. I'll uh I'll take sometimes I'll take like a needle or something like that and I'll actually poke out each individual nipple. Now you're getting paid by the hour. <laughs> so say, of course you're getting paid by the hour. <laughs> Boy, that was expensive. I might as well just bought a new fucking shower. Head. Nope. Yeah. Gordon, our friends at <laughs> investing.com. Mike, you're absolutely wrong. Gordon, you're absolutely correct. Your shower is an essential part of your day or night. And is definitely a place that is ripe for cleaning hacks. Cleaning your shower head might not seem as pressing to you as cleaning the tub or the walls of the shower itself, but it's still bacteria prone. Clean your shower head. Fill the plastic bag halfway with white vinegar. Now don't overfill the plastic bag. The vinegar could overflow when you submerge your shower head into it. Okay, then what's the worst of happening? You get vinegar in your fucking bathtub. Hi, I just moved out of my parents' house. I need to know how to clean this shower head in this piece of shit apartment I just moved into. This next one might actually be worth looking into. No. So wait a minute now. For, Inline booster? For anybody that's curious, you don't need to do that. If you're taking a shower, look at your shower head and rub your damn thumb across the face of the damn shower head and you're good to go. It fixes it right up. Ew, that's a, week, a weekly maintenance r- ritual, huh? Yeah. I got one plumbing right question now. for you. Mm-hmm. No. Last one. So our our water pressure out here is forty psi and less. That's fucking garbage. Well, I live in a desert that's running out of water, which is funny because California says they got so much rain now they've gotten rid of their water restrictions. I'm like, the lake's still empty. Um, and all that snow. Yeah, but they can't capture that water. Because uh, they trying hard. Inline shower, inline boosters. You know anything about those? A little bit. Are they worth it? How old is your house? Seven years. Less than 10. Less than 10? Mm-hmm. Go for it. What kind of pipe do you have? What is installed these days everywhere? Pex. You got it. Go for it. I say go for it. If it's older than about 10 years and you've got like older uh, system like CPVC or something like that, absolutely not. With the bad fittings? Well, that you're talking like polybutylene, but um, that just sounds healthy to run water through, doesn't it? Yeah, I was dating a squirrel and uh, she called me one night. She was, is she a polybutylene? She's kind of nervous. She said, I got something to tell you. So, what's that? She said, I came back from the doctor and I was diagnosed with polybutylene. <laughs> Never talked to her again. Apparently, it was laying some pipe. <laughs> what about water God, stains on your coffee table? What do I? What? Water stains from your glass because people don't know how to use coasters. 
Can How I guess cleaner? From wood. On wood? Can I guess? Sure. Heating it. With what? Blow dryer. And? I don't know. I got a heat gun. Will that work? I think if you own a heat gun, you're, you're well past investing.com's home hacks. <laughs> Just like if have you have linseed oil. If you have a heat gun and linseed oil, you don't need this. But if you don't know what linseed oil or a heat gun is, then you can suffer with a hair dryer and olive oil. When it comes okay. to hardwood, water stains is the most... I think it's... Just don't say hardwood and dry docking, please. How many people have hardwood floors with water stains from like cups and shit? Very few. Probably people who live in older homes. Well, I'm I have just, vinyl hardwood floors. Well, I'm just saying I do too. When I when I see this image, they show all the the water rings from all the glasses, but most people don't have solid wood coffee tables anymore. It's that pressure treated shit, and which just, is fucking or, garbage. And, and it just bubbles up of it within a year. So and it just bubbles up. So we want to read this oh, hack this because is who laser printed fucking paper? Mm-hmm. It's particle board. Yeah, with a paper it's, with contact it's, paper on the outside. It's like the shit when you were. Why do you have a sewer? Be- before you before you knew about um, what's that shit called? That wood that uh, you use for subwoofer boxes nowadays. Oh, uh, masonite, not masonite. Yeah, we used to call masonite. CSB or, or uh, not OBX. No, yes, something but, uh, strand board. Court. Correlated strand pressed, board? CSB? Pressed cardboard. CS, I think it's CSB, yeah. yeah. Before that, we used to use fucking particle board shit. Yep. Just fucking put that box together and, and, and you know, whatever happens, fucking, you know, get moisture or something like that in your trunk and you're fucked. Mm-hmm. The whole thing would it would just fucking explode. <laughs> All your joints would pop. Yeah, just... particle board is fucking garbage. They use that shit for uh, cabinets and stuff when I'm working into a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It just it, everything if, you do. If you don't have like, if you're trying to use a hole saw, it's just going to blow out the back. The front will look fine. The back yeah. will just blow out. Yeah. Well, these, the trick these, is you're supposed to go from both sides. These you got to score it in one way, <clears throat> then you got to flip around the other direction. These people have like you know expensive houses and stuff like that. And they have a with leak. garbage fucking. Uh, Speaking yeah. of hacks, garbage. I saw the best hack. How many times have you? gone to drill a hole with a hole saw you drilled your hole oh i know where you're going with this one and then it turns out your hole's too small you gotta go the next size two sizes up you're like fuck do you know how to get around that issue mike didn't you post this on tiktok i shared it somebody's video who who did it i saw it you take the sake you you take the original (laughs) hole saw Ah, jeez from canada i think so you take the original hole saw (coughs) screw it onto the arbor with the new sized hole saw so now that the original hole saw is acting like a new arbor to fit in that hole so you can then cut so you put the new inside the you put the smaller one inside the bigger one correct you leave the original the bigger one on the arbor at the end and then you just screw the smaller one into it and use it as a guide because it's already the same size hole that you already fucked up and cut to begin with yeah the that's band-aid that, one was good that he did yeah that guy on tiktok i see yeah. his fucking videos all the time he's like yeah Fuck he's sake. in your algorithm Fuck sake <laughs> Fuck sake <laughs> I hate this. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck what? Do you actually see his name? His his remember. TikTok name is What No Way. What? No oh, way. No that's, way. That's his actual name. Is what? what? No way. No way. Fuck sakes. Fishing report. Fishing report. They're finally Uh-oh. picking up, Mike. They're finally picking up. Out. Is it Dig Central? 
We were uh, doing a lot of seawall fishing over the last few weeks because it's been too goddamn windy. It's been like anywhere between 18 to 22 mile an hour gust of winds, and if it's over okay. 12, forget about it. For and, those of you not from Southwest Florida, seawall fishing isn't fishing on a wall at the sea. It is a wall in front of any form of water, like canal, lake, canal, lake, okay. ocean, sea. But when you mean Big it, pool. you mean freshwater, right? I just mean any any. Any clear bank, really. And so we've been yes. seawall fishing, and uh, I've been picking up a little bit here and there, getting some dinks. We went out to Gator Circle yesterday, and like within, we were getting action right off the get bat. I lost like four and landed two. She lost like five and landed two, but they're finally starting to hit again. So things are starting to roll back around, and I'm excited for that. Good. I just, I just opened... This is how bad I because when it's when it's not when the bite's not hot, I get so bored. Mm-hmm. I just I don't even want to go. I don't know how people. Well, I, I do. The, Fishing just ain't fast enough for me. Well, that's when we fish. We don't throw. You won't see a fucking bobber anywhere near my boat. And no, I get that. I just need shit coming at me a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Throw a whopper plopper. Run a speed worm. But like, like I I get um subscribe. What? No way. Actually, right there. Mm-hmm. I get that every month, and the last time I went, I, I well, I can't say that because I went across the street in uh, the little lake behind Target, and I caught a few small ones. But the last time before that, I went with you, and I had I just got a new box today. Mm-hmm. I think it was today or from yesterday. from Carl's or the other one, Monster Bass. No, I, okay, I got mystery tackle box. Yeah, you could you you do the other guys. Yeah, I I got that crankbait <laughs> came in this month. I've I've already caught like three or four fish on. I had I had the one box on my day. I came into the office because I was you know getting ready for the podcast, and I was like, I have two boxes here, and I picked up one, and I was like, oh, this must be the new one, and then I picked up the other one. Both of them were not even open yet. Nice. That's I was like, what the fuck. Like Christmas, I've touched them in two months. That's two like months. Two subscriptions came in, and I haven't even fucking looked at them. Yet. Oh, you've been busy as shit, open, right? I just, I just opened them. Well, that's kind of like me at Dollar Shave Club. I signed up with them like twelve years ago. I guess somebody got him raise your cartridge just laying around because it's only three dollars <laughs> a month. It ain't worth my time to pause my account. I actually like, canceled mine. Two months in a row, the shit didn't show up. Really? Somebody's stealing it. Mine comes every time. They get a book. Well, the problem is, Dollar Shave Club is now owned by Unilever, so they went corporate. You well, it don't matter. Every cares. box. Yeah. And it gives you a breakdown of every single bait that's inside that box. Yep. Which I think is really cool. I think Mystery does that too. Yeah, um, what a lot of people do is they just old buy toilet the, reading. They buy the Mystery Tackle box or that one for what is it, like twenty bucks a month? You get like thirty eight dollars, fifty dollars worth of shit, and then they just sell them on eBay at retail price and make the yeah. money. I started getting all my like Google Whopper ploppers. I was going to eBay and buy them off somebody for thirteen bucks and got them in a fifteen dollar mystery box. Yeah, I was, I was, for the last, I think, like, year and a half, I've gotten a, a Monster Bass box. And I, I, I'm i an ambassador, ambassador with them, and so I get a pretty good discount on the monthly. But I stopped it for one month in uh, December, and it wasn't going to restart until January. So I emailed them. I was like, yeah, I just, you know, I want to stop. And they're like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. But you're an ambassador. 
we can pause it for you for a month. It's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I want to pause it. So we had Christmas and stuff like that. Oh. I was like, fuck, get another fucking box in the mail or whatever. So I was worrying about spending money for my kids. Just throw a bow on it and send it my way. Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Like, yeah, I opened it up. I opened both boxes up, and I was like, "Holy shit, there's some good stuff in here!" <laughs> yep. I just gotta get it on the boat. Yep, I know. Mm. We get we gotta do some saltwater fishing though too. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, on in your neck of the world, Gordon? Getting ready for your road travels? Getting ready for my road travels. Sitting here watching, uh, listening to the drum beats get slowly louder and more um, up tempo. You ain't talking about World War Three, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I guess uh, some Russians decided to hot dog with that uh, Reaper drone. Brought it down in yep. international waters. Yeah, that was nice. That Nato, was an accident. Uh, yeah, just an accident. Uh, from Fox, here's just a headline. Use of nuclear weapons would be the end of North Korean regime, according to Pentagon. Uh, well, you know, you know, I, I <laughs> think it's fucking ridiculous. So, Russia and China. China. And are, I can't do it. They're throwing their weight around, and, and part of the I reason know. for it is because we have agreed to sell Australia some nuclear-powered submarines. submarines, not nuclear firing. Well, I'm sure they're capable of doing that. We're not selling sure them nuclear warheads. We're selling them nuclear-powered submarines in 2040, quite a while from now. And so Russia and China are saying, hey, you guys broke the no-nuke pack. You're not supposed to be providing nukes to foreign governments. It's like we're it's a submarine. We're not selling them you nuclear know, power. We're not selling them warheads or, you know, uranium. We're selling them a fucking vehicle that is energized by this stuff. And but that's, we ain't that's selling their ex- them warheads on foreheads, but we are selling them the vehicle the to transport. It. <laughs> but it's yeah. just that's like you guys are looking for a reason. Yeah, that doesn't count. U.S. Air Force unveils mutant missile that can twist in the air and change directions faster. Sweet. You were talking about Joe Rogan podcast earlier, Mike, before we Mm -hmm. came on. Yeah. And I kind of like the the cat, the physicist who was on there the other day. And Joe was trying to get him to acknowledge whether or not UFOs exist because, as you may or may not know, the Pentagon just happened to put a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pentagon officials suggest alien mothership in our solar system could send many probes to Earth. And so Joe, and nobody's was, talking cool. about it. That's because we're all narcissists. But Joe's trying to get this physicist to either admit or flat out deny the possibility, or there's no way in hell possibility of the existence of UFOs. And in a long interview, he kind of explained how he's come around a little bit, but. <clears throat> Ever since back in the day, you know, his whole thing was when it came to aliens. This was, this was the modern day military, uh, modern day government's equivalent of the Ghost Army of World War II, which was when we were planning D Day, we intentionally leaked out information to the French Resistance, who then purposely leaked out to the Germans that we were going to start the landings further north, and then we sent inflatable tanks. Which, by the way, Ukraine's doing that again. Uh, inflatable tanks, inflatable jeeps, um, the Ghost Army, they actually sent Patton up there so that the French people said, oh, Patton's here and be in the newspaper. Basically classic misdirection. Yes, classic misdirection. And so he was basically saying that anytime the government, you know, anytime somebody would talk about UFOs and space shuttles, it was just a way to cover up 
shit we're working on. Like back in the 70s and 80s when the stealth bomber and the B, you know, the SR-71 Black were, were flying around. Right when we were developing and planning and test flight. That's when all these UFO sightings came what, out. When I first moved here because we got Nellis, I saw my first B-2 bomber in the air. Yep. First thing I thought was, yeah, no wonder people thought they saw UFOs back in the fucking day. And so his hypothesis was, you know, he started going down the rabbit hole a little bit about perhaps the legitimacy of it. But a big part of him was, I just think we're probably going to test some new military equipment out. So we need to put the subterfuge up there. So if people see lights, oh, that's just a mothership and the drones, not not anything the government. That's just a pending alien invasion. Pay no mind. Go back to Eh. TikTok. It's not a Chinese weather balloon. It's just extraterrestrial. It is crazy, though, that system. our government essentially put this out there and eh, no one's talking about it. Well, no, because the slap and is is Chris Rockin going to show back up on the Oscars is, you know, more important. Yeah, but no one outside of the industry is talking about that. I'm curious. By curious? No. There's oh, right into that one. <laughs> I'm curious what uh, what's your guys' stance on life outside of our planet? I will quote from the movie Contact because it makes sense. Actually, I will paraphrase. Basically, if you look at the way Mother Nature runs, how is everything super efficient, right? Sure. All the way down to uh, fungus and how it runs. Space is huge. To quote Matthew McConaughey, basically, it'd be a great big waste of space. There's got to be something there. There's just no way. In one square inch, basic, and I may have the numbers off, of what the uh, Hubble could pick up or the new telescope, which is badass, there's hundreds of thousands of galaxies mm-hmm. just in that little field, that postage stamp side of field. And then if you How can, could there not be? I mean, just considering the fact that on the surface of this GoPro camera, there's bacteria <laughs> in life. So I, I, yeah, as far as intelligent stuff. Now, I did hear an interesting thing, and I'm sorry to cut you off. And this is a little political, probably could get us in trouble. And it did come from Michael Savage, but he has a point. Because, you know, you got all these anti-abortion or these pro-abortion people saying that's not life, that's not life. But yet, if we were to discover them on Mars, the news will read life discovered on Mars. A little bit of hypocrisy. It's all about convenience. Yep. It's all about your narrative. As far as my, my truth, it's my truth. As far as <clears throat> intelligent life within reach of us, there's none here anyway. As far as movable beings with a brain and a heartbeat and the ability to conjure ideas, whether they're dumb or smart, goes <laughs> in our solar system. I honestly borderline on the time traveler. Thing over into the great alien future, alien being in our solar system or within travel range. Just I'm not saying they're not out there, yeah, definitely not within travel, within travel range, range of us. I truly believe that anything we see or interact <laughs> with will probably turn out to be as Gordon and I once joked around about time travelers coming back to figure out when things went fucking south, and, and that's why we're seeing more of a now with all the shit going on, trying to figure out. When did we fuck up? <laughs> when can we go oh, back? Oh, fuck. And- we landed 50 years too early. 60s, um, like, no, they're still dumb. <laughs> they moved to 90s. Okay. They're, things are getting settled down. 2018. They're like, still violent fuck. apes. I think we're getting closer to doomsday, and now they're 2023. <laughs> More showing I, up. I heard a, a, a good 
description on the um, Lex Friedman podcast. A good podcast. He's a little dry sounding. Very good podcast. The guy on there, I think it's Sam Wilson, Sam Watson, called Trump a chaos monkey. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's, that's about right. I, um, I'm sorry I don't have the physicist's name, but on the topic of aliens, I kind of like another hypothesis he put out And when there. you say aliens, do you got to be like aliens and have the crazy hair? And most aliens are bald in most portrayals. And I'm talking about the Swiss Greek guy on Ancient Aliens. Oh, that guy. Um, I forget the physicist's name. He's a couple episodes back. Weinstein, I think. Not not that Weinstein, but yeah, I think Eric Weinstein, Weinstein, something like that. Another inter- interesting hypothesis. Eric Weinstein, yes. Another interesting hypothesis. And Joe pointed out that, did you notice, Joe's like, well, let me ask you a question. He's like, do you feel there's any truth that, with the exception of what we see in caves and pyramids, in modern day recordings, we didn't start getting quote-unquote UFO invasions until after we dropped the atomic bomb. And Eric's like, let me flirt an idea. He's like, you familiar with the North Sentinel Island outside of India? Or either one of you familiar with that? No, but I am familiar with Foo Fighters, and I thought that was before the bombs were dropped. North Sentinel Island is an island off the coast of India. India is within governance over them, but they have Mm -hmm. a hands-off approach. And on this island live a group of indigenous people who they believe were traveling from Africa upon a boat, got lost, marooned on this island, and they've basically been untouched. There's been reports from the 60s and 70s, early 1900s, even late 1800s. People try to land there, convert them, and... They never return. I either. Yeah, you ever you ever seen those movies where there's a castaway on a weird island and then all of a sudden they're just dead? Well, it's the, them. They're, yeah, they're kind of uh, assuming you know. And in modern day, there's videos. Modern day, like people f- come on boats and they come mm-hmm. out and throw arrows and shit at them. And apparently, and it's not the gods must be crazy either. And I guess somewhere around the 80s or 90s, India base said, "Hey, Nothing. leave these fucking cats alone. If anybody wants to land on this island, you gotta get permission from the the Indian government." The Indian government will send some people out there every once in a while, some coconuts, try to establish. But for all intents and purposes, no one's really been around these people. They're, they're, they're feral. They're feral. So Eric Weinstein's example is that he's like, who's to say that we are not the North Sentinel Island of the Milky Way? <laughs> and That's that, absolutely true. And that there's an India out there who has decided, hey, we're going to leave them alone, leave them through their own devices. If you want to go down there, you got to clear it with us first. He's like, now let's say you're the... India of the cosmos, and you have your North Sentinel planet island there, and you're watching them see how they do. Ah, look at that. They invented the internal combustion engine. You see little boats drifting around the island, around the island, and see the little technology. Then one day, you see a little atom bomb, mushroom cloud. At what point do do you step in and say, They discovered nuclear. Worse. At that point, you say, okay, <laughs> we better go intervene because they're going to fuck this shit up. And, and so his hypothesis is, is perhaps we're the North Sentinel Island of the Milky Way, and once we started putting mushroom clouds into the atmosphere, our intergalactic India started to maybe come down right. and start poking around to make sure we ain't going to kill ourselves. Check some shit out, yeah. Yeah. Like, or, All right. Clearly got, the kids got, are out of control. these guys now. Yeah. It's an interesting theory. Well, you have those conspiracy theorists who claim that the that someone a while back 
and I, I'm not I'm not into that stuff. That's why I don't have any great detail. These are just things I've come across and read. Apparently that someone did some experiments and they tried to bounce sound waves off the moon and the shit kept traveling. So they're convinced that the moon is hollow. And there's no way that the moon it would, could possibly it would still hollow. Back, though, because even if it was hollow, it still would have a skin on it that would back, bounce back some... So yeah, that, but I guess kind of like our fish finder, uh, depending on the surface, some of it bounces back and some of it goes deeper and, and keeps traveling. Yeah. And But th- these people's like hypothesis is that the Earth is kind of like the Death Star. It was a mode of transportation, if you will, and that we, the human beings on the planet Earth, are descendants of Martians because when we humans lived on Mars and fucked that planet up probably through nuclear war, uh, luckily, we had an escape pod, i.e., the plant, the moon, and they traveled over here. And the moon is nothing but an empty spaceship that used to populate this Earth. That's the hype. That's the conspiracy behind the hollow moon. Well, that's the same thing with the flat Earthers, right? Yeah, and the hollow Earthers and all that. Yeah, but if you, if you if you think about that, it space kind of makes sense. Space is a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yep. You there's no sound in space, right? That is incorrect. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought no one could hear you scream in space. You can't test that theory out because you'd die. Your blood would vaporize. Well, if you play a speaker. Well, I guess we do zap sound waves to distant depths of the solar system. Do we? Yeah. We've been sending radio waves. There's actually forever. a sound bite of a humming, a sound released by NASA from a black hole at the center of the Perseus galaxy cluster, which which would be pressure waves emitted from the black hole causing ripples in the cluster of stars' hot gas. So yes, you can have sound, and they think it's really weird sounding out there. Hmm. I'm sure it is, but yeah. Gordon, you ready for the news? Oh, shit, it's that time already, huh? Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. All right, let me... Uh, Looking at my garment, let me, uh, the battery's not dead. Get myself prepared. Um, prepared news. or prepaid? A little bit of both, if I could, please. Speaking of prepared and prepaid, if you want to support what we do over here at the D-410 Network... God knows we need the support. Head over to whatsinyourhead.com, d-410.com, or, and sign up for Patreon. It'll cost you a dollar a month. Or head over to YouTube and just watch some of our videos. Um, I have temporarily changed the name of our YouTube channel. You can still find it under Digital 410, but as like the other day when I was fishing, some guy stopped and said, I saw your camera. Do you have a YouTube channel? And I'm like, Digital 4, huh? So now our YouTube channel is just D410 Media. should be a lot easier for people to find. So just go to YouTube, type in D410, all one word, media, and it'll bring you right to our page. And you can support the show simply by watching our videos and uh, subscribing. So please do that, and uh, that'll go a long way to help what we do around here. So now are you ready for the news? Let's do it. Let's do it. Beep, 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 news. <laughs> After 40 to 50 years. <clears throat> what the fuck? Moonwalking astronauts will finally have sleeker, more flexible space suits, space, space suits, space suits that come in different sizes when they the... step onto the lunar surface later this decade when i saw those uniforms i did not know it was one size fits all when i saw those uniforms what's the original space uh outfits were made by uh tampax um but when i first saw those space suits i thought they kind of looked like a poor man's astronaut they looked like so minimalist it's weird you're talking looking. about the black ones 
Uh, they they have the their white ones with the black boots that come up their knees. They must look like rubber, like gardening boots. I think that's for the space flights, but this is actually a black and orange, pretty pretty sleek looking spacesuit. Kind of like it. It's a little more a uh, little more Hollywood than in the past. Uh, exactly what looks like remains under wraps. The company designing the next generation spacesuits, Axiom Space said Wednesday that it plans to have a new versions for training purposes for NASA later this summer. The moon suits will be white. Sorry, not black. Bad picture. Fuck you, AP. Uh, and, uh, I'm looking were, at it, and every picture they have is black, but I guess it would make sense, especially if you're doing spacewalk. You don't want your yeah, astronaut to blend into the background. Or, or burn up from the heat. Yeah. Because um, you need to reflect it. Uh, moon suits will be white like the, they were during NASA's Apollo program more than half a century ago. It was close, am I guessing? Uh, according to the company, they were so that they reflect the heat and keep future moonwalkers cool, as I, I thought. That's pretty common sense, in my opinion. Uh, the suits provide greater flexibility and more protection from the moon's harsh environment and will come in wider ranges of sizes, according to the Houston-based company. NASA awarded Axiom Space... A $228.5 million contract to provide the outfits for the first moon landing in more than 50 years. The space agency is targeting late 2025 at the earliest to land two astronauts on the moon's south pole. Better get there before China claims it all. Uh, and Wednesday's event in Houston, Axiom employee modeled the dark space suit doing squats and twisting and waist to demonstrate its flexibility. The company said that the final versions will be different, including the color. I don't want anybody to get it mixed up, according to Alston's Russell Ralston. Uh, you know, with the colors, this is kind of what it is. So basically the the demo versions in black, which obviously looks way cooler, easier to sell that way, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And then they'll say colors may vary uh, on final product. So we got that. Um, next story. Next. Is, I got two, uh, two, two animal stories. Oh, because we like animals around here. Coming in from the AP, the beloved and yet debated French bulldog has become United States top dog. Pershaw. They all sound like 500 year old men trying to run a marathon when they're at a dog park. Mm hmm. You hear my bedroom at night. That's yeah, actually, me. Oliver is pretty noisy, too. For the first time in three decades, the U.S. has a new favorite dog breed. In three decades, you know, do the math, 30 years. So Labradors, um, Beagles. Adorable in some eyes, deplorable in others. The sturdy, pushed-faced, perky-eared, world-weary-looking, and distinctively droll French Bulldog becomes the nation's most prevalent purebred dogs. Let's pop my peas a little bit more. Someone was trying uh, to get their adjective quota filled for this month, and they wrote that article. Yes, they Holy were. Fuck. The club announced Wednesday Frenchies outlasted Labrador retriever, retrievers. from the. They wrestled them. They ousted them from the top spot after recording a record 31 years. Why, one may ask. Well, they're comical, friendly, loving little dogs. And they're all over TikTok. Says French Bulldog Club of America spokesman Patty Sosa. Oh, it's not last name Creed. Uh, city friendly with modest grooming and exercise needs. Well, they need a little bit more. She says they uh, they offer a lot of, in a small package. Yet the Frenchie's dizzying rise, which wasn't even top 75 breed a quarter century ago, worries its fans 
to say nothing of its critics. Well, that's but, because they're, they're, they're upset that their favorite dog could possibly run you $20,000. Yeah, after medical expenses? Oh, no, Probably just more. like the retail price on some of those are fucking ridiculous. Oh, wow. The buzzy little bulldogs have been targeted in thefts, including last month's fatal shooting of a 76-year-old South Carolina breeder and the 2021 shooting of a California dog walker who was squiring singer Lady Gaga's pets. Squiring? Boy, yeah. he, this one's reaching deep for some words. Uh, Lady the Gaga. concern that the demand plus the premium that some buyers will pay for exotic coat colors and textures yep. like is endearing quick buck breeders to unhealthy dogs. One could say that of my blue Merle Cavalier. Uh, the pop breeds popularity is sharpening the debate over whether there's anything healthy about propagating dogs prone to breathing, spinal, eye, and skin conditions. Well, we've already said, I think New Zealand and a few other countries already outlawed the breeding of those dogs. AKC's popular popularity rankings cover 200 breeds in the nation's oldest canine register. Is is the nation's oldest, it shouldn't say in, but is the nation's oldest canine registry. The stats are being based on nearly 716,500 puppies. That's a lot of fucking puppies. And other dogs newly registered last year. About one in every seven of them were Frenchies. That's insane. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I do see them all over the place, especially at the dog park. Then our 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 dog park is very Boston heavy as well. But then again, five of them run by one dude. So <laughs> you got, you got your um you <laughs> AP News out of Cincinnati. 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 Cocaine cat escaped owner will now live in Cincinnati Zoo. And it's funny, you know what kind of cat this is? Is there any relation to the cocaine bear? No, but a family member breeds has a couple of these. An African serval cat was found with cocaine in its system after it escaped at a traffic stop. Now calls a Cincinnati Zoo home. Servals are Much crazy the without the cocaine. Can you yeah, imagine no shit. that? Our, our, our stepsister has a couple. Well, she has one. I don't know if she has a couple. No, she's got two. Oh, she won't breed them now? Yeah, I don't know, but all I know is that she posted what happened to her blinds one day when they saw a bird. Yeah. Uh, one of them saw a bird. Anyway, uh, to much of the delight of social media users, still amused at the release of the recent movie, Cocaine Bear. The Wildcat story has trended online where users relished in the absurdity of, a horror, of the horror comedy with riffs of the true story of the 175 blackbound bear that was found dead near the duffel bag. Yeah, that's what the movie's based on, a dead dead. Bed, dead bear near bag. Jesus, more, more alliteration today. Um, with, but when that, that dead bear was found near bag, it was some $200 million worth of cocaine. Yep. Social media users have predictably dubbed the serval the cocaine cat. I'm sure the slender be feline movie. made its escape after its owner was pulled over by police on January the 28th, Ooh. according to local animal control officials. It then leapt from the car and into a tree, and it probably didn't leap hard. Uh, Ray Anderson of Cincinnati Animal Care said that the local animal control Hamilton County dog wardens were called at around 2 a.m. in the residential Oakley neighborhood. In Ohio, it is illegal to own the animals, which can weigh up to 40 pounds. Well, shit, ferrets are still legal there until I was in high school. I thought they were still legal. No, they finally legalized when I was in high school. 
Those things stink anyway. Um, during the rescue mission, the cat named Amiri broke its leg and became more agitated. Once Amiri was taken to the taken for medical care by the Cincinnati Animal Care, the team ran a drug test, which they determined. How often does people run drug tests on animals? That Quite often now with the proliferation of gummy THCs. Yeah. They determined that Emory had cocaine in its system. It is not the first time animal uh, Cincinnati Animal Care was, has been at the operating has been operating as a kennel animal shelter has had wild animals test positive for drugs. Twenty twenty two group took in a Chopchin monkey named Neo that had methamphetamine in its system. Meth monkey. I thought, I thought, like I thought the, that area was more for like uh, heroin and stuff. But, so uh, like reforming the Guardians monkey. of the Galaxy of hopped up animals on on amphetamines and drugs. Yeah. Since the case, it has become Meth standard monkey. procedure for the shelter Cocaine. to test ta- exotic animals that arrive at the shelter for drugs. Uh, Anderson confirmed that the owner of Emory was relinquished custody of the cat to the Cincinnati Animal That's Care nice before cat. it was taken to into the care, because we like to use the word care so much, of the Cincinnati Zoo. Servals have grown in popularity, with some showing up in TikTok videos as pets. Julia Sheldon, clinical assistant professor in zoo medicine at the University of Tennessee, Tennessee said serval is a major responsibility that requires a balanced diet, raw chicken, and specialized care beyond a house cat. Yep. There are better options for pets. Yeah, I would say so, and way more safe economical. Although, I would say that would be a theft deterrent. Remember the quaint days when a... Nice Bengal cat was considered exotic. Ah, Bengal, hold my head, hold my beer. We're going serval. And that thing still cornered you, right? Yeah, everyone's why you get a hair up his ass. Yeah. Well, cats are predators. One more story. You know, I always thought as people grew older, they grew wiser, and maybe were less prone to criminal activity. Not the case for this 82-year-old who was charged with the sale of fake Michael Jordan cards. <laughs> I'm not a card collector. Don't know if there's any in the room. No nope. like trading cards? Yes. No playing cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, you're welcome. There's mud. New York AP. An 82-year-old Colorado man was charged Wednesday for selling and trading fake Michael Jordan basketball cards and a scheme that prosecutors said resulted him in making more than... 2.3 million. Mike? A mil. 800,000 over four years. Mike, you're the closest. Thank you. Mayo... Mayo, M-A-Y-O, Gilbert McNeil. Is that short for mayonnaise? Please tell me that's short for mayonnaise. (laughs) Was arrested in Denver where he lives, according to the complaint that was unsealed in federal court in Brooklyn, charging him with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, according to Brooklyn U.S. Attorney's Office. McNeil, the real McNeil, actually he's the fake McNeil, apparently, was accused of making numerous fraudulent deals beginning in 2015, including the 2019 sale of a counterfeit card to a victim in Manhasset, New York, for 4500 bucks. And in, the 2000, in a 2017 deal where he traded two counterfeit cards for two authentic Tom Brady football cards. 
Mr. McNeil defrauded sports memorabilia collectors of more than 800K by intentionally misrepresenting the authenticity. They just took it to the Golden Silver Pawn Shop. I wonder who's printing up these cards. I wonder who's printing them up. Of trading the cards he was peddling, when in fact they were counterfeit. According to Michael Driscoll, an assistant director in charge of the FBI's New York field. We got FBI's going after trading cards. Yep. Said in a news release. In a brief phone call, McNeil said that he was released without bail after initially an initial appearance in the U.S. District Court located in Colorado. There's no photo According of this him, guy either. I did nothing wrong. Prosecutors, uh, sorry, add. I, I usually copy and paste, but I didn't today. Uh, prosecutors said he will appear in a New York courtroom at a later date. So, old man, hox, fake memorabilia outstanding sounds like a tale as old as time but usually maybe 40 years less is the uh perpetrator in my opinion yeah that outside of the drums of war is all i've got for the news and that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the what's in your head podcast thank you for joining us on this wednesday night the week's almost over the weekend is on its way two more days and we'll be out to play i want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support and as we said earlier please head over to what's in your head.com click on a patreon link sign up and subscribe and then while you're there just go to youtube and look for d410 media and subscribe and watch all of our videos thank you guys so much for myself and mike we will talk to you all next week this has been a digital 410 production Ha ha ha!